On the home front, an alarming conclusion from the Department of Justice. According to Yahoo News, the FBI has revealed that China possesses a biological security risk to the United States. That conclusion comes after a series of U.S. Customs and Border Protection seizures of undisclosed vials of materials carried into the United States by Chinese biologists. One incident cited occurred in November 2018 at Detroit Metro Airport. Customs agents uncovered vials containing viable MRES, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, MERS, and SARS, Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome materials. The U.S. Justice Department report came out last year, just two months prior to the COVID-19 outbreak in Wuhan, China. So what should the United States do? How should the Trump administration respond to alleged Chinese deceptions about COVID-19 and this ongoing biological security threat? Retired Brigadier General Robert Spaulding, senior fellow at the Hudson Institute, joins us with some insights. General Spaulding, Good to have you on again, sir. So first, COVID-19. We know it originated in Wuhan, China. Many people believe the Chinese government hid the truth about it. Now the world has suffered economic shutdowns, around 40,000 deaths worldwide. Should China be held accountable? And if so, how? Well, there's no doubt. And I think uh, one of the ways that we, we can uh, hold them to account is really requiring them to conduct a full investigation where our uh, CDC investigators are actually allowed into the lab, allowed uh, there in Wuhan, the P4 lab, allowed to uh, interview their researchers, allowed to go to the wet market that this, uh, that this uh, virus was, according to them, supposed to have come from. But more importantly, we can, we can actually respond by beginning to decouple from the Chinese Communist Party. It's clear it's not just a danger to our economy as we've lost so many thousands of factories, but it's also a danger to our health and welfare of our citizens. There is no way that we'd have a global pandemic today if the Chinese Communist Party wasn't a totalitarian regime bent on protecting its own image at all costs. And of course, as you say, it isn't only the deaths from COVID-19, it's the economic livelihood of nations. And you have a doctorate in economics, so tell us, who's been hurt more economically from this pandemic? China, the U.S., other countries? Well, I think uh, across the world, all countries will be hurt from the pandemic eventually. And I think the Chinese Communist Party's really experienced it first, so they're the first to get their factories back up and and operating. In fact, they're using this as justification for a global push to increase their control over the global supply chain. So while everybody else is dealing with the virus, they're busy at work trying to convince everybody that we need to move more of our manufacturing over, over there. They also went to uh, the Indians recently and said, hey, let us put up a 5G network so we have access to your population because we use it to track you know, the, the spread of fevers within China. So it's a good idea if, if we install this for you. This is what's going on right now. So if you if you think about it, this was written about in the in the book Unrestricted Warfare by two PLA, P, two PLA colonels. How you take advantage of a crisis by actually advancing your economic and overall power by, you know, taking advantage of the countries that are facing the crisis. This is what's going on now. And there's a lot of speculation on social media, and I warn people to be careful about what they take for truth on those platforms. But a lot of people wonder about the origins of this virus. And Senator Tom Cotton speculates it may have leaked 
from a level four super lab in Wuhan. We've seen two explanations from China, one that it came from diseased bats in a wet market in Wuhan, another that the U.S. military was responsible for unleashing it on China as a bioweapon. Now, you served as senior defense official, defense attache in Beijing, chief China strategist for the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of the Pentagon. So what are your thoughts about that? Well, I have a personal opinion on the origin of the virus, but I don't have any facts. And here's the, here's the challenge that we face. Nobody's going to have facts. Everybody that speculates that the virus came from the wet market is doing that based on conjecture. They don't actually have the evidence. Anybody that speculates it's coming from a lab, they're also doing that based on conjecture because they don't have the evidence. My guess is we'll never have the evidence because that's the nature of a totalitarian regime. You know, there's a lot of things that we learned about the Soviet Union after the fall of the Berlin Wall and the crumbling of the former Soviet states. But we're not going to find out what actually happened with this virus until the Chinese Communist Party is no more. And who knows when that'll happen. So in the meantime, we need to protect ourselves because we can't trust. We know for a fact that they're doing biowarfare um, research. That is probably dangerous when we have such connectivity, particularly with airlines coming back and forth every single day with Chinese passengers. And we found out during the pandemic, if only three weeks earlier we had been warned, we'd have 95% less infections right now. This is, a, this is a challenge of being connected to them. Okay, and now the other challenge that FBI DOJ reported seems like Chinese biologists are covertly bringing in all kinds of biological agents into the U.S., most of these have legitimate research purposes. Now, you served as senior director of strategic planning at the National Security Council. So what is your assessment? How great is the security risk to the people of the United States? Well, you know, they're, they're shipping all kinds of illicit things in the United States. I mean, we already know that they uh, ship in, you know, things that poison our pets or exploding toys. We also know they ship in fentanyl. Now we're finding out they're, they're moving biological um, viruses across the border, not just from China to here, but from here to China. So these are all challenges of dealing with this regime that really has, it doesn't believe in rules. In fact, Unrestricted Warfare, the book I was talking about, when you translate it another way, it's called War Without Rules. It's really about how the Chinese Communist Party does not feel it has to obey any of the rules of the international order or even of the United States because it feels it's, it's entitled to, to, to create its own set of rules based on the order it wants. That's what's going on. Okay, some excellent insights from someone who knows, retired Brigadier General Robert Spaulding, your senior fellow at the Hudson Institute. Thank you for taking the time to share your thoughts with us today. Thank you for having me.